You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, there's backstage heat on Brock Lesnar after WWE Royal Rumble, and I'd, I'd say good luck to whoever he has heat with. <laughs> A major title change on AEW Dynamite after the ring gets destroyed. Tony Khan is interested in certain the way he's signing. That's what I'm trying to say. A certain free agent. Let's, we keep it rolling. We yeah. Keep it rolling. And a former WWE star signs with Impact Wrestling. I'm Adam Wilborn, and I'm all over the place. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about Brock Lesnar. He's got a bit of heat on him, apparently, uh, after Royal Rumble. Bunch of unplanned stuff happened uh, when he went on the bloody rampage. Is it whoever's popcorn he knocked, knocked out? Uh, the fan is absolutely furious and they want a word with him. Um, <laughs> that would go really well. Uh, so this is a report from Fightful Select. You know Brock, like, he went nuts. He went berserk uh, after he got eliminated by my guy, Big Bob. Yeah. Uh, Big Bob Lashley. Uh, that was the angle. Clearly, they're building to another match between those guys. Yeah. That's that's cool. I like that. That'll be a fun match. Again, it always is. Um, but Fightful Select coming through, that some of the spots that actually happened when this... What? No, I just... <laughs> I know what's coming. I've read this this okay, morning. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you had something to throw out there. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> the, the, some of the stuff that happened in that rampage weren't planned and caught a bunch of people by surprise. Uh, reportedly, some wrestlers who were in the ring and uh, people at ringside weren't aware of the spot where he used the stairs to uh, okay. beat dudes up. Or the moment where he threw part of the announce desk into the ring. Um, <laughs> one source noted to Feifel that a freakout was planned, this however, it, yeah. and it's Brock, so expect anything <laughs> and everything. But dumping Eddie Arengo, the referee, yes. I always I always get referees' names all over the place, yeah. but Eddie, uh, dumping him over, that got Lesnar in a bit of hot water here. Uh, apparently, Eddie was supposed to be the guy at the end of the match raising Cody Rhodes' hand, but because he you know, had to go and sell the attack, had to go backstage... Doing, doing the best for the business. Yeah. Uh, another referee had to come out and take that spot. So a little bit of a reconfiguration. There were rumours that, that he was injured in this, but those haven't been confirmed. Yeah. That might just be Twitter bollocks. <laughs> uh, shockingly. Um, now, it should be noted as well that one source commented that heat is a relative term when they were talking about this, right? And they don't expect any punishment for Brock. No. Because, of course not. It's Brock Lesnar. He could probably, like... He could have probably taken someone's head off and they'd be like, <laughs> ah, it's okay, Brock. Yeah. Don't worry. He'll grow a new one. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. It's all, it's fine. That's how it works. You regenerate. Yeah, uh, a guy in Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah it's something and nothing. This. Like, I feel sorry yeah. for Eddie Arengo, obviously. Um, I know he's been in for a while, but it is still a cool moment to be the guy who's like, you bloody Royal Rumble. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the reaction to it was all like, great. Oh, hey, look, stuff. kids, that's me. Like that and, and I'm sure, like you say, 
it, they've been told if you've been told a freak out's happening, I'd just just keep your distance. Obviously, yeah. they, they planned. He goes out. He goes. Oh, bloody furious I am. Brock being Brock, he grabs whatever's closest to him. So he chucks a bit of the table and he sm- I did like the bit where he hoid the steps on the, the desk and everything just went yeah. everywhere. Then obviously, presumably it was planned that he runs around and just runs over Baron Corbin and F5s him on the outside. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I just say, yeah, you sense that the bit that there's probably the most troubling is the bit where Eddie Rango's like, come on, mate, you're out the rumble, off you go. And he just goes, you in what? Because he didn't really hit him with a move. He just sort of pushed him throat first over the barricade. So yeah, that... Probably suck to take, even if, you know, Brock's being gentle, Brock. Um, but, yeah, I sincerely doubt there's going to be any repercussions to this. Or Eddie Orengo's going to shoot low, blow him in the match at WrestleMania and give Bobby Lashley the win. Brad Baddox, baby. There we go. He's back. Remember he did that to Ryback and CM Punk and all yes. that? Yes. Well, that was rubbish. That's so funny. <laughs> well, it involved Ryback, so of course it was rubbish. Right. But, yeah. Let's talk about Dynamite last night. Um, it was an absolute state, that ring, by the end of the show because of the brutal uh, no-holds-barred match for the TNT Championship. It's Darby Allen and Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe is, yet again, your TNT champion defeating Darby Allen. So I'm watching this this morning, Andy. Sort of, uh, you know, bleary-eyed, half asleep, thanks to the time difference in America and what have you. And Darby Allen comes out and I go... Oh, that's a snazzy little jacket he's got on. Wait a second, you look closer. It's made of thumbtacks. <laughs> so he had that involved. Uh, there was just some really bonkers spots, as always, from the, the history of these two is just littered with them. Darby Hardwaite's Joe with a dive. That's how crazy this match was. There's a Good bit crazy. where, yeah, it was following the bit I'm about to tell you about where Darby just, yeah... He was bent to be going for one of his mad suicide yeah. dives, and I think his feet clipped yeah. the ropes, and he went through a table on the outside. It, it made was, it look even better. It was like, awesome. Like it was, the mistake made it look even tougher. It was and awesome. The, and the fact that was sort of on the road to the yeah. finish as well, just added to it all. Yeah, prior to that, Darby Allen had pulled up all the ring covers. He's exposed the boards, basically, as we've seen uh, very occasionally. Uh, there was one in Omega Moxley, if I remember rightly, yep. in the, the uh, Lights Out match. And then, of course, you remember the, like, the Nexus doing it and stuff like that. Um, but in the end, yeah, that uh, backfired on Darby because he'd exposed the boards to try and end Joe. In the end, Joe caught him up top as he's setting up for the uh, coffin drop and hit him with a horrific-looking muscle buster. Yeah, horrific-looking, cool. executed perfectly. I just mean, yep. It uh, looks like it sucked to take. One, two, three. Uh, Samoa Joe is TNT champion, and you've already got his next challenger lined up because Wardlow returned to close out the show, and uh, Joe didn't want any of that, so yeah. instead Wardlow killed security. I miss his top knot, man. I miss Wardlow's oh. top knot. Rest in peace to the big man. <laughs> um, wow, what a turn of events. Uh, I think that the Samoa Joe-Darby Allen in-ring rivalry is immortal. Like They seem to be incapable of doing anything less than absolutely great yeah. when they're in the ring together. Uh, Darby's the perfect opponent for, for Joe at this stage in his career, yeah. where maybe like he, he's maybe not as like uh, athletic as he used to be, but he still can be that intense bully killer guy. And he's pretty awesome. Full disclosure, I think there was a period when Joe was in at EW initially where I was like, oh, this guy's cooked. <laughs> and now he's cooking. Were you so. trying to say he's finished? Yeah. That's what you were saying. Uh, I, I, I love it. Uh, the, the return it got a nice pop, so that's good. Uh, people still love Wardlow, whatever is said about him online and his push. And I think those are fair complaints yeah. about the way he's presented. But, like, cooled down is not the term to use because you listen to the arena objectively. Yeah. He has not cooled down. Um 
cool. Like, I mean, I would have probably, like, if I'm writing the show, and I'm not because I'm a worse booker than Tony Khan, because <laughs> he does this every week, uh, I would rather have Darby won. And then uh, what I would do is Joe Wardlow not for the belt, and then okay. Wardlow versus Darby for the belt, which would be a lot of fun. Mm. But both options were good. So yeah, no. there, was a, there was some fantasy booking I saw with some of the guys who, who respond to the podcast. Thanks, everyone, who does that. What culture wrestling, where we get your podcast from. Um, talking about potentially Darby retaining... And eventually Wardlow beating him because because Darby's just selling so many injuries. And Wardlow's not like, I'm going to be a bastard. But at the end of the day, the Powerbomb, Powerbomb Symphony is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I'm happy to see Joe Wardlow again. And yeah, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, I suggested this on the podcast yesterday after Sidge pointed out he's kind of, he was kind of speed running his TNT championship thing. Loads of great defences. Every day it felt Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> um, so I think maybe he's lost here to win some kind of match at Revolution, whether he's partnering with Sting or not. And then I think he might be in line for a title shot mm. with MJF down the line, which I don't think you could do because it's not the losing upwards some, that you sometimes used to get in WWE if he drops the title at the pape. If you do it now, there's time to rehabilitate him so that by the time we get to, I don't know, April, Darby Allen's a suitable sort of interim title challenger for Maxwell Jacob Friedman. There you go. Let's move on. Let's talk to you about our next story, which I've forgotten. Yeah, I have uh, as well, actually. Yeah. Tony Khan, who does he want to sign? Shockingly, Tony Khan wants to sign someone or use them or book them. Ah. Uh, it's Kota Bushi, uh, the man yeah. we spoke about yesterday. So we'll keep this relatively brief because we broke down Kota's situation yesterday. But Tony was speaking about uh, Ibushi, who's now a free agent, on Busted Open Radio yesterday. Uh, and I'll just read it to you. Um, there's a lot of free agents in the world of pro wrestling, but certainly Kota Ibushi is a great talent. When you have a name like that, everybody in the world would be very fortunate to have them in their promotion. I really wanted to work with him in the past, so I think it's something we'd certainly have to consider. Yeah, you'd imagine there's probably some interesting political stuff, maybe with that, given the nature of Kota, and this is just me speculating, it's not part of the report, given the nature of Kota's split from New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, and some of the ugly stuff that came out last year mm -hmm. uh, and the working partnership between AEW and New Japan or maybe New Japan is just like, hey, it's cool, man, just go go work, it's fine. Um, I'd, I'd prefer that because I want to see Ibushi do everything. Yes. Uh, him and Kenny, obviously, like closely attached for long, long periods of their career. Uh, I, I want to see Kota work in every promotion, so of course I want to see him yeah. work in AEW. Yeah, exactly. We sort of alluded to his uh, work... Um yesterday or where he could end up and I think AW's the, the natural spot for him to eventually go to um, but like you say maybe not permanently yet because I want to see him dip his toes and dip his fingers in a lot of pies I want to see that promotion with the uh, with the pies yes. and the rings the strange shaped ring thing pie pro wrestling PPW that's yeah, uh, my, my favourite new promotion yeah, good. the right. winner gets a pie but is it sweet or savoury stick around to find out do you know who the uh, G GM of that promotion is that Britt Baker hey <sighs> end my existence <laughs> how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, final story for you. Dirty Dango has now officially signed with Impact Wrestling. He, of course, debuted for them uh, last October, but now per PW Insider, he is officially putting pen to paper on that deal. Um, no word on how long uh, he's going to be in that promotion for, but obviously he showed up at Bound for Glory, as I said, in October, challenging uh, then-digital media champion Brian Myers. Uh, unfortunately, not winning that one, but uh, he did win against Johnny Swinger. Um and then he sort of went away for a bit and then he came back. I love Fandango, Dirty Dango, whatever you want to call him. Johnny Curtis, I think he's so, we've, you <laughs> he's know, so weird. <laughs> appreciated his work not only in WWE, but also Impact and very much in the NWA. Um, I, I dread to think what someone like Joe Hendry would say in a uh, <laughs> song about him. If you haven't seen the one he did recently uh, about... I'll just say it, Edge's bitch. Go and check that out. Um, but, yeah, good fit for him. I, I, I want to see Dirty Dango a bit like Obushi everywhere. He's, he's fun. He's so much fun. Yeah. Like, he got obviously got cut from WWE, and then he... I, I imagine he'd been doing this for a while, but it suddenly emerged that he's amazing at building houses, uh, which is yes. a really cool thing uh, away from the ring. And obviously, like, wrestling isn't always forever, so it's cool to see him, like, you know, branching out and stuff. Um his NWA run was so bizarre. Yeah. Like, his promos are the most perversely entertaining thing. Just, just try and find them if you can. YouTube them, Dirty Dango, NWA. What a fun personality to be in pro wrestling. I love him. I think he's in my top ten uh, list. No, list of people I want to do a face-to-face interview oh. with. I would love to interview him regardless, yeah. but to stand somewhere with him and just... That aura he's and very presence. sexy as well. He's just he, oh, very good. I want to know man. what he smells like. Yeah. Oh, just summer that he's gonna not. He's gonna refuse you know any what? interviews now. I've said that. <laughs> you know what Fandango smells like? What's your favorite smell? Everyone, what's your favorite smell? He smells like that. Laughing cow cheese, probably. We're at it again with the cows. <laughs> Let's move on to your Twitter questions. We'll circle back to that in a second. No, we won't. At what culture <laughs> WWE? Of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from at Love to Nikki on Twitter, who writes, "Hi y'all. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, Nikki. Uh, sorry, Love to Nikki. Hi y'all. Silly question, but with the women's tag titles continuing to flounder, do you ever see a women's mid card title happening? Ooh, yeah, that would be a." So from a sheer number standpoint, it would be a bit more viable than the women's tag team titles mm-hmm. because 
you need half the amount of people <laughs> for for a, for a singles match. Um, I would still like to see them give the women's tag titles a proper go, however. I would like to see them establish teams. I would like to see them let those teams have long runs. Uh, not just do... Under Vince, it was like people just teamed up randomly and then yeah. they split three yeah. months later and they get the belt for a month and it was rubbish. Uh, I'd like to see the belts floating all over the place, all brands. Uh, I think that EO and, and, and Dakota, like they've had the belts for a little bit now. That's good, but they've not really had the focus or the push. No. Uh, so I'd like to see them fix that before looking at mid-card titles. I think if you were to introduce a mid-card title now, if you can't nail the tag belts while those are active, yeah, yeah it's probably not a great timing now. But if you were to get rid of the women's tag team titles, which I'm not for, uh, I think a, a mid-card belt without that other belt would do a little bit better. I've just steiner mapped you all over the place. But no, I think you're I'm... right, though. I think, I think there may be... I'm still holding out some hope that we get a Shayna Baszler-Ronda Rousey tag team. Yeah. Because that, that, I think that would really help to, to re-establish them. Like you say, they should yeah. be more... They, they should be doing more stuff with them. Um, look at the... It's always the comparison you draw. Well, the Usos are kind of busy with their tag team stuff, so why aren't you doing that with Damage Katal, who are also in a you know faction and what have you? Um... I just wish there was another promotion. It's not going to say it's it's not quite the same mid card title, but that had really established a women's mid card title. Congratulations to Jay Cargill. Match kicked ass. It was awesome. It was really good fun. Fifty and oh, I had yeah. one issue with it. Oh, of course. One problem. Where's Shaq? <laughs> like the law. He's in this. He's in well, the story between the two. Why women. didn't Bow Wow interfere? <laughs> All right. What happened to that? <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I'm absolutely I'm okay ecstatic. That, that storyline yeah, was yeah, dropped. Yep. Yeah. Uh, second question today comes from Brian George, who writes, Morning, gents. Seeing as the 2022 Money in the Bank promos featured Cody, it seems like he was the front, one, front runner to win it. Do you think Cody winning the Rumble is a better story compared to what they potentially had planned before his unfortunate injury? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. I think that him winning the Rumble is... is it's more like... The Rumble is... It's been around longer. It's more historic, yes. it's more iconic. means more to say I was a Royal Rumble winner than the Money in the Bank winner. Uh, also, personal preference. I don't like Money in the Bank. I think it's really lazy. Like, every single title defense is either a heel taking advantage of someone or a babyface inexplicably taking advantage of someone who's already wrestled. It's very rare. And, like, Triple H... They is... tried a bit with the Big E calling his shot, but yeah. he still had to face someone who'd already had a match. It, exactly. It was, like, it was weak sauce because, yeah, he, the guy had already wrestled. And it was like, I love Big E. I want to see him win the title and all that. But it was like, oh, they've done it this way. Uh, obviously, that was under Vince, that one. And, and the most... Most of the bad ones. Um, I, I will absolutely give Triple H a chance, but I think if Cody had won it, I just uh, mm. money in the bank. I just wouldn't have had a lot of faith in them in them doing something cool with it. Um, I mean, even theory, like I don't, I'm not an Austin Theory guy, but he got geeked out super hard. It's like, you know how much how I feel about the money in the bank, and very excited obviously to have that paper premium live event coming here in July. It's it's a real easy fix, this Andy. And it's something that we've campaigned about with WWE for many, many years, but it's actually becoming more of a reality now. Have a plan. Yeah. When you put the money <laughs> in the bank briefcase on, say, right, we're giving it to that person because on this date, barring anything major changing, we'd like this to happen. It should mainly be a heel thing, I agree. I'm just like, oh, bollocks, what if Cody tweaks his knee and then suddenly someone comes out and or whoever the champion is or whatever. The Austin Theory one I didn't mind because I thought they had a plan and then very quickly realised, oh no, they got they got nothing here. And then they've also kind of backed out on whether or not they want Theory to be world champion. Yeah. Look, it's really easy. It has been really easy previously. Give it to Sami Zayn. Could even give it to Sami Zayn this year. That could be an interesting one. Mm. 
Just a thought, because he's I right there, and I say it every yeah. year, and they never do it. Oh, well, I look forward to them giving it to Corbin or someone <laughs> this year. Maybe <laughs> second one, wouldn't it, as well? Yeah, it would. Um, <laughs> nice of a question, but I thought I'd answer it, is the final thing here from Jules. Uh, not our Jules. Jules, oh. Uh, Angel Kitty 32001 uh, writes... Even better. After the news today, I really need to know Adam Wilborn's opinion on the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny. Well, don't get me started on this. Um, this top is three, this probably. Is, this is dangerous. Laughing Cow. Really um, and I'm not saying Laughing Cow cheese is better than Dairy Lee, guys. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying... You can like both, guys. Yeah, you can like both. Don't get tribal about spreadable but cheese. I, can only wanna, I only want to have relations with one of the mascots. I don't know if Dairy Lee's got a mascot. Um, Cadbury Caramel Bunny. Absolutely get it. Love it. And also, Jolly Green Giant. Obviously, top three. <laughs> Absolute peace, Johnny Green Giant. He's ripped, to be fair. Oh, 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 oh my God! Green yet. Giant, do you want some sweet corn? Is it sweet corn or peas he did? I think he did a bit both. A bit both, a bit both. Any Dealer's little, choice. Any little blob. Any mascots you want to shag? Or, uh... Uh, no, I'm a human being, so no. Uh, right, at, moving swiftly onwards. Please and finally, yeah. and finally, usually we use this spot for someone that's funny, like someone a bit lighthearted. Yeah. Sometimes we'll highlight like a good cause. Maybe someone's raising some funds. Uh, maybe someone's just done some awesome feat. Uh, I want to do something a bit differently today. I just want to... I want to highlight like a, just a really great piece of writing that I came across last night. Okay. Like a, a really awesome, just insightful, like made me totally think of this guy's career in a completely new way. It's very rare that articles of that caliber come along. Usually I have to go somewhere like The Athletic for that. Yeah. Um, but no, this is uh, Bodyslam.net. Shout out to Cassidy and the whole team over hey. there. They're doing great work. And genuinely, this is just... It's, it's the kind of thing that makes me like look at what I've written recently and go, man, I, I'm no good at this. <laughs> it, like, it gives you imposter syndrome. So here it is, uh, Bodyslam.net. What they've done is an editorial on the best matches and moments of Disco Inferno. I right. was thinking, is this a gimmick? What are we doing here? And then you click on it, brother. Cool, let's have a Just check, check this out, man. I'm check excited to read this. I mean, you, go. you go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's nothing there. Um, Sincerely, right? I obviously spectacular popped, work. I obviously popped huge when I saw this, but sincerely, it made me upset that I didn't think of this first. That's really funny. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Uh, credit the writer here. Sorry, I've gone off the page because I'm a complete <laughs> idiot. And Nick Perkins. Well done, Nick. Well done, Nick. Great well done, work. Nick. Good Careful. Stuff. Now he's going to go after you on Twitter, and then he's going to get completely bodied in the replies. Yeah. So. Cody, Cody got it right about Disco Inferno. No, I think you'll find that the AW Community Outreach got it right about oh. Disco Inferno when they took over his Twitter account and it looked for a while like they were like doing great stuff, community, community stuff. But also, if you look back in their history, oh, uh, they uh, ended Disco Inferno. That's an interesting Perfect. Choice. Perfect. <laughs> well, then Nick shouts the guys at Body Slam and uh, let us know your thoughts. That's really good. I don't know about that. Uh, that's phenomenal. Like, it's the best bit. Like, it's literally clickbait. But it's extremely funny. Very good. Good job. You've subverted the art form, Nick. You're you're great. Well played. Very funny. Hey, it's just a laugh. Come on, guys. Don't yeah. take everything so bloody serious. Yeah, come on, guys. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and everything in the... Uh, the uh, oh, yeah, let us know which characters you'd like to, you know... No! Uh, in the comments, like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. <laughs> Myself and the Daddy Boys are going to sit down and review Dynamite, and then we're doing a video podcast later on today all about um, mascots that we'd like to have intercourse with, um, or uh, probably I'm more going, probably around. more chatting about like what needs to happen yeah, at Vengeance Day this weekend. Thoughts, Twitter questions at what culture WWE you can follow him at Andy H Murray. The H stands for hey. Uh
Laughing cow, hit me up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Uh, thanks to the guys at Body Slam, specifically Nick, for that brilliant uh, detail article. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.